Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. We are a house church network. We celebrate the gathering of saints by meeting in homes, rotating homes where possible, rotating who leads. If, if you say you're in a house church, but it's just the same person talking day after day, meeting after meeting, it's just a miniature of the auditorium. That's not church, That's not a biblical house church. So what we advocate is so that no burden falls on any one person or family or couple is that we rotate who hosts, we rotate who leads. Everybody has the opportunity to lead. And it's just sharing what's on your heart according to 1 Corinthians 14, 26. And also another element that's involved often is food. Uh, Acts 2.42 says they were steadfastly in the teaching of the apostles, food, fellowship, and prayer. And so that's a major element. Sometimes it's just water and snacks. Sometimes it's a full meal. But the idea is you get together and amazing things are shared during that time as well, uh, before or after the regular meeting. So anyway, talking about today the, how the Father communicates. You know, many people, probably the number one thing that, uh, not the number one, but very often I'll get emails from people saying, you know, I wish the Father would talk to me. I wish there was a, that he would communicate. So do you have a word for me? Things like that. And we have to realize that we've been hearing from the Father all along. In fact, so many people are frustrated in their, in their spiritual lives because they don't realize when, when Jesus said in John 14, 6, that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by him. They they stop at Jesus. They don't realize that the Father is our destination. That's who we're headed to. That's who our, our that's who our fellowship is is ultimately with with the Father and with the Son. Even even all the prayers in the New Testament are to the Father from the Lord's Prayer onward. Jesus said in John chapter sixteen and verse twenty three, He said, "In that day when I'm no longer with you, in that day, you won't ask me anything." but you'll ask the Father in my name and he'll give it to you. So even then, Jesus is saying, you won't ask me anything. And that day when I've gone to heaven, you won't ask me anything. And yet how many Christians pray to Jesus, ask Jesus continually, and they wonder, why am I so unfulfilled? Why do my prayers not get answered? Why do I feel like there's something missing? Why do I feel like there's something more? And and very often it's because they don't know the Father and they think that the Father isn't talking to them, isn't leading them, isn't guiding them, when in fact, to be born again, you had to have heard from the Father. In John chapter 6 and verse 45, Jesus said, All those who hear from the Father and learn of him come to me. Hear from the Father and come to him, or, or and learn of him come to me. Now, how is this happening? Well, in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 9, the writer says that the Father is the Father of spirits. He says, Now the fathers of your flesh disciplined you, and of course, according to the flesh. But the Father of your spirit, shall we not be subject to him and live? That tells us when the Father God disciplines us, it is in our spirit. He is the Father of spirit, so he is he will discipline us in our spirit, spirit to spirit. In Zechariah chapter 12, verse 1, it says he forms the spirit within man. In Isaiah 42, 5, it says he gives breath to those who walk on the earth and spirit spirit to those living on the earth. So the Father God is the source. He is He is the creator of our spirit. He creates good. He creates life. Your spirit man has been born again by the Spirit of God as well. And so the number one place he will communicate was is from him to us. That is, Jesus said he is a spirit. In John 4, 24, Jesus said God is a spirit. That doesn't mean he's a nebulous cloud out in space because the Father God is seen as a man on a throne 
he's called the Ancient of Days in Daniel chapter 7. If you'll read from about verse 7, 8, 9, all the way through 13, 14, uh, through Daniel chapter 7. You read Revelation chapter 4. He is the Father sitting on the throne with a rainbow over his throne, the clear flooring beneath, the 24 elders, the cherubs. And it is he in, in Revelation chapter 4 to whom the, the lamb that had been slain comes and receives the book out of his right hand. The Father God is seen. He's he Heaven is more real than the physical realm. But he is a spirit, and so he will communicate spirit to spirit because he is the father of spirits. So it's logical, it's right, it's proper that he as a spirit communicates to us because we are spirits as well. And so people looking for a loudspeaker in the brain, that's just not going to be the way it happens. Uh, usually, that's very unusual to hear the Holy Spirit himself uh, speak. Just and, and there are some examples in the book of Acts, but primarily... The Father will communicate things in our spirit man where we sense things, we perceive things, we discern things in our spirit man. And so with that in mind, uh, let's some real life examples. Uh, you know, I mentioned John 6.45 that everybody who hears of the Father and learns from him comes to me, Jesus said, John 6.45. So think about that process. If you want to think about how can I how can I learn the voice of the Father? How can I learn how he communicates to me? Go back to before you came to the Lord, when you were wrestling with the idea of Jesus, what was going on in your spirit? Your mind was picking up on things. You see, your mind is the middle point here with your body on one end and your spirit on the other, and your mind is in the middle. You know the voice of your body. You know how your body will tell you it's hungry. It has to use the bathroom. It's sleepy. It needs rest. It's stress. You know the voice of your of your body, and your your mind picks up on the voice of your body. Your spirit, similarly, your mind will pick up on on what's happening in your spirit, what the Father, who is a spirit, puts in your spirit. And the way that is done is I want you to go back to what was going on. What were you wrestling with before you were born again? Because all who hear and learn of the Father come to Jesus. So that is the first communication of the Father. You've already heard from the Father. Don't say he doesn't talk to me or don't say I want to know him more. It's up to you to learn how he speaks to us because he's a spirit. He'll speak to your spirit. So your mind has to learn to pick up on this. Well, um, you know, wrestling with, were you thinking, you know, for me, it was it was a friend talking about Jesus while I was in high school, and I was thinking, you know, you know, what what do I do about Jesus? Who is he? He's either Lord or he's liar or he's crazy. He's a lunatic, Lord liar or lunatic, and and I was proving, I was watching the answered prayers in her and her boyfriend's lives, and and I was thinking all these things, and it wouldn't leave me, and my mind would drift down to what about Jesus? What am I going to do about Jesus? That's the Father speaking to me, leading to me, guiding me. Uh, leading to me, <laughs> uh, showing me things uh, that I need to answer. And and so when I responded to that, that's when I was born again. His spirit recreated my spirit. So, so the most logical way now for the Father and the way he communicates is his spirit to my spirit. And so anyway, um, where is this scene? In popular culture, there's an example of what's called the walk of shame. Uh, you see it in sitcoms, you see it in movies. You, typically, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a feeling of dirty. People will say, "I feel dirty," and to keep this G-rated, I'll just say they had an adult experience that they should not have had. And you'll see a young lady walking home uh, some morning, um, and she'll and it's called the walk of shame, or she will say to her friends, you know, in the movie or in the TV 
things. She'll say, I feel dirty. And, you know, I feel used. There's this sense that the mind picks up on this dirtiness on the inside. Uh, sometimes we will say something and we will feel grieved. We'll feel a heaviness. It doesn't have to be mean or anything else. Sometimes you're in a meeting and you speak out uh, something and you say, Ooh, that was all wrong. You just have this immediate conviction down on the inside. It's like, Oh, that wasn't right. Something was right. I didn't, I said that, but I shouldn't have. It's, it was wrong. That is the, the Holy Spirit communicating to you that you, you didn't speak right. That's the Father by His Spirit doing that. And so the, the reverse is true too. Uh, you can feel uh, joy in the morning. You can feel uh, you get up and your spirit is rejoicing and you, you don't know why that is, but there, your mind is wondering, why am I so happy today? What's coming up out of my spirit? And it's not an emotion. It's coming up out of your spirit. Your mind just notices it. Uh, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, in verse 9, it says, I has not seen, okay, neither ear has heard, neither has it entered into the imagination of man, Man, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. And in verse 10, it says, but God has shown, has, has shown these things or revealed these things to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of the Father God. Now, we don't have the spirit of the world, but we have the spirit of God so that we can know the things that are freely given to us by God. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. And so what's happening is, is Paul is saying you can't look at circumstances. You can't, it's not like the Old Testament with Gideon where the, he put out a fleece. It's, it's not like that. Christ is in you now. You've been born again. Your spirit can communicate directly with, with the Father God's spirit. And so spirit to spirit, he will put that in you. And oftentimes it feels like peace. Oftentimes what he communicates is peace. And you have this, this sense of peace uh, about you and your mind picks up on it through difficult circumstances. Or maybe you've got a, a choice of maybe two job uh, possibilities, two, two companies, wouldn't that be nice, offer you a job. And one you feel nothing about, there's nothing there. So that means it's up to you. And the other one you have a peace about. And so you you go with the peace. You follow the peace and you say, okay, I, I feel a peace about this direction. And a lot of times, unfortunately, people say, I have a peace about it. And all they're talking about is from their head. They just say the circumstances line up. So that gives me peace. No, that's not what you're looking for. You've got to train yourself to look down inside your spirit. And if you sense that peace, then from the spirit you go, sometimes your mind will say this doesn't make sense. I've, I've had numerous occasions, even with uh, taking a, a job that was offered to me, where the pay wasn't what I needed or what they could offer at the time, but I felt a peace about taking it. And so I took the job, and within 90 days, they were so pleased with my performance that they bumped my pay up to what I needed. But I had to, I had to follow that peace. If I had not, I would not have gotten the job. And yes, I had to really watch it for three months until they bumped my pay up. But the peace paid off. It was the Father's will. And so you have the, this element here of, of, of the Father God putting things in our spirit and our mind having to pick up on that. And, and that's use, the New Testament uses words like discern and perceive. But the point is, you have heard from the Father God. And it is very common for him to communicate in this way. That, that he goes directly from his spirit to your spirit. So you need to stop looking for a loudspeaker in the brain. If the Holy Spirit speaks to you like that, it is amazing. It sounds like it's an audible voice uh, sometimes, especially at first if a person's not used to it. Uh, but but usually it's it's things that the Father will put in your spirit, good things or negative. If you, if you said or did something wrong, you feel that grieved, you feel that dirtiness, you feel like, oh, I did something wrong, sorry, Father. And he will make it right as we confess, as we admit that to him. 
but uh, the the feeling of peace is is the key there, and understanding that he may not fill in the details for you, like you have that job choice and you feel a peace about it. Uh, the other thing, sometimes he's just silent. Sometimes he's waiting for us to make a decision, and you have to do what is right logically. You do due diligence. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it won't, but he doesn't have an opinion sometimes. He's, he's not going to tell you necessarily, for instance, when to use the restroom or when to eat or, you know, those are things within your choices, within, within our authority. But oftentimes he will, if it matters, if it makes a difference, if we are about to veer off of his will, that's when he will communicate to us. That's when he'll put something in our spirit. So hearing spirit to spirit is key. You, and, and, and really, it's it's just getting to know the Father God. It's getting to know Him is is the key to everything. We, you know, again, when Jesus said in John fourteen six that no one comes to the Father by but by Him, you have to rearrange yourself to think the Father is my destination, and you have to lay aside whatever image you have of Him of the Old Testament to realize what Jesus said in John fourteen nine, which was, "If you've seen Me, you've seen the Father." You have to realize that the highest and best way that the Father God has spoken to us is through his son, Jesus, and he is the reflection of the Father's image and character and nature. So the Father God will speak to us spirit to spirit, and you have to look for that peace, look for that witness on the inside, look for something good that you you perceive, you discern, and be led that way, and realize that is the Father communicating to you. And going back to the beginning, John six forty five. Jesus said, all who hear from the Father and learn of him come to me. You've already heard from the Father. Isn't that an amazing thing? Because, you know, I get emails. Do you have a word for me? You know, maybe the Lord will give you a word. Why isn't God speaking to me? Things of that nature. And there are many Christians out there who would like to hear from the Father God. Go back to the root. Go back to where he first began dealing with you. Think about what that felt like. Think about when you've hit it right. When you haven't... Faith isn't something you work up. Faith is a re- is based on a revelation from the Father God. And when you follow that peace, in spite of what your head said, you, your mind picks up on that peace and you follow it. That's when it's worked out. You respond to that grace. You respond to that peace. That's the Father God talking to you, communicating to you. So, so focus your attention on what do you perceive? What do you discern? And the biggest way I, I do this is to be sensitive. I pray in tongues. I pray in the spirit because that's the Father God putting his will into my spirit in a language I never learned so that it can contain his will outside of my limited knowledge. And then I pray it back to him and, and he's able to bring it forth. I build myself up on my faith. That's one, one way. Always a thankful heart, always singing praises, always worshiping him, always saying thankful things to him, finding ways to involve the Father God in your life and then listen for that, for his, his voice, his peace, his presence in your life. Cultivate that. All right, God bless. 